Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. And I'm your host, Ryan Murray. Thank you for joining us today. We are so glad to have you with us. We are going to be tackling a topic that is on every single consultant's mind at some point in their career. Is it just consultants? Definitely not. And that's, so the the title for this episode is a little bit misleading, all right? But what we're really talking about here is pricing. So we are we are going to be looking at what you are worth as a consultant or a small business owner or, you know, whatever position you're in. Your products. Exactly. What, what you sell. What's it worth? Yeah. And so we're looking at pricing today. Mm-hmm. And to kick this conversation off, I, I would like to start there just because I know that this is an issue on every entrepreneur's mind, right? Um whether they are selling a product, say they've developed this widget and they need to go out and sell that. And you know, that's their question. Or they are like, Hey, I have this expertise in grooming dogs and I'm going to (laughs) go off on my own and I can do it better than Susie Rochambeek down the road. And so I'm going to, right. It's going to come up. What do I charge them? Mm -hmm. So, uh, since I think that that goes unanswered so often, you know, it depends is the answer all the time. We're going to avoid that answer this entire episode. <laughs> there is a lot you can do to, to actually calculate this. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not just a, you know, pull it out of thin air. Right. However, there's some psychology mm-hmm. that, you know, so, so this is a balance of the calculation mm-hmm. and this is a balance of the psychology. Absolutely. Like what, what your customer perceives the value mm-hmm. and what you have as a cost structure, what actually makes sense. Right. You need to understand your product or service exquisitely well and be okay with what that represents. Right. Right. So be forewarned though, we are not going to be giving out specific, you know, rates for industries or professions or whatever. If you want that, jump on Google, go to Glassdoor or whatever, you know, we're not going to do that here. We're going to give you more guidelines to determine for yourself because each scenario is so different. Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah. so let, let's kick it off with a big no-no. Okay. And this is the most common way that I see people establish pricing. And it doesn't matter if they're selling a product. It doesn't matter if they're selling a service. It, it really doesn't matter what they're selling, if they're selling themselves. This is a common mistake that I see happen all the time. So we're going to just right off the bat explain this and tell you, stop doing it. Okay. And what it is, is when I'm working with entrepreneurs and they're just like, how much should I charge for, you know, my widgets? And, you know, they inevitably start by shopping around. And they're just like, well, what are other people charging? Mm-hmm. And then they take some deviation of what other people are charging. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the downward spiral that happens in this scenario. Where do you think that person got their number? Uh, yeah. By calling up someone and being like, oh, what are you charging? Where did that person get their number? By calling up someone and saying, well, what are you charging? Like it's it it it's the blind leading the blind. And you know, just just don't do it. Now, that's not to say be ignorant to what the market is doing. Right. 
it's just not the first step. Right. Absolutely not the first Absolutely. step. Well, yeah, understanding where you land within your market is is absolutely critical to selling your product, right? Right. And I know that's kind of like a well duh statement, but you know, if you come out of the gate, say say you say you have this brand new, really cool widget and it's made out of like Kryptonium, super titanium, whatever, mm-hmm. non-breakable alloy, whatever. And you start shopping around for, you know, to see what your competitors are doing uh, or people that do something similar are doing. And they have a price of like 99 bucks. Well, if you, and, and I'm going to kind of refer to a, a, a previous episode that we've done on the marketing triangle uh, if you are looking at where you land in that marketing triangle, if your business is focused more on um, being low cost, if your business is focused on being a differentiator, like highly innovative or new or different, um, or if you are high in quality, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so in, the, in this example, you know, we would place this business on the differentiation quality line, say that that's where they land. And if they start shopping around their first uh, anchor point and, and they put a lot of emphasis on the anchor point of being competitive or comparative to the price of their competitors, they're instantly pulling themselves into the middle of the triangle and they're going to lose mm-hmm. hands down every time. Yeah. Yeah. And so let me, let me kind of illustrate, uh, you know, because when we talk about the marketing triangle, some people might be like, huh, what? You know? So, yeah. So let me illustrate with this example. I was working with this business and they were a, uh, uh, a bookkeeper. Okay. And the going rate in the area was 15 to $20 an hour for bookkeeping services. And when they came to me, they said, there's like, I, I can't do that. I mean, that's not worth it to me. 15 yeah. to 20 bucks an hour. By the time I'm done paying my expenses and everything that goes into my business, I'm making minimum wage here. And yeah. that just wasn't good enough for them. So I asked them, I said, okay, if that's not good enough for you, where do you need to be? And they said, well, prior to moving here, I was charging 45 bucks an hour. And I yeah, was getting a, it. That's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're talking triple of what the going rate was. And and I told them, I'm like, then charge 45 bucks an hour. Like, are your services worth it? Yeah. Like, I save businesses thousands of dollars. And I'm like, okay, yeah. then then charge that. I'm like, it. the area is not charging enough. It's not right. that it's not that this is what people are willing to pay. It's mm-hmm. that everyone did that mistake of calling around and being like, "Oh, well, you know, how much is Oh, man, they're they're, they're 15 bucks an hour, so mm-hmm. I, I I better yeah. match that." And and so, you know, when you're talking about the marketing triangle and saying, "Where do you position yourself?" If you haven't taken the time to determine if you're going to offer a low price or high quality or you know a, mm-hmm. you know a different aspect to uh, you know to your marketing, then you're just floundering, and your yeah. price is always going to be off. And when it's off, it tends to trend down, yep. and you don't make the money that you need to make. Yeah, and you see that across all kinds of different industries. It's not just like well. They're in bookkeeping. Every business needs that. No, I have, I'm, I've seen this time and time again with 
photographers. This happens a lot too. They relocate, you know, they move their family and they're just this independent photographer to a new area. Well, this is a less affluent neighborhood or whatever or area. And so I can't charge as much. No, you charge the same amount. If it's worth it, you charge it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if you do need to adjust, adjust by the cost of living, you know, I mean, yeah, th- think right. about it. If, if you went from a high priced, you know, area, mm-hmm. And then you went down to a low-priced area. Yeah. The, the, so the so cost, you moved from L.A. to, I don't know, uh, Evanston, Wyoming. Okay. <laughs> That's Perfect. a big, big difference. <laughs> but honestly, your cost difference is, what, 30%, 40%? Yeah. You know, and, and so if you yeah. look at it yeah. and you say, okay, I was doing $1,000. I'm going to drop down to $700. That makes sense. But when we're talking about, you know, this this business, they were at $45 an hour and they, you know, were getting pressure to drop down to 15 Yeah. I'm like, no, that's... That's way too big of a drop. Yeah. Yeah. That that just doesn't make sense because the cost of living... And they did. They, they, uh, they moved from the uh, Seattle area to mm-hmm. rural Utah. Okay. Uh, but the cost difference, it wasn't... It's not that Three big. times yeah. as much. Right. You know, that just... Too much. No, didn't make sense. Right. So uh, case in point, I uh, have seen this with uh, an esthetician relocate. She had her own small business, uh, relocate to an area. And um, she was like, well, in the in the city, I could charge all this money and everything. And that was my advice to her. And the and the advice from others that she got as well is maintain your price. Right. If you're worth it, you're worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, everybody else here that does the same things charges way less doesn't matter if you're worth it you're worth it yeah and she there there have been a few minor adjustments in her her cost structure but she really has maintained that same cost structure and she's busy just as busy if not busier than all of the other uh, people that provide those same services because in the same area if you price too low people are like mm, you know, know we've already got that i don't know that i want that yeah second class not yeah. not really doing a quality job i can do it for my on my own do it for myself yeah. you know i mean there's there's all this psychology i can i can keep being sort of dissatisfied <laughs> but yet familiar with what i'm getting for the same price right now okay before we get into this a little bit too far, yeah. I want to I feel give. Like, I feel like we already are. Yeah. We, okay. <laughs> this is down so, the rabbit so, hole. So let's, let's pull back. Out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> let's pull back. Step one: understand your cost structure. Mm-hmm. You've got to know what it costs you to sell your products. It, you've got to know what it costs you to operate your business to sell your services. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things going on here. First off. If you're selling products, you've got to understand all of the inputs, the costs of goods sold that are going into this. You know, your variable and your fixed costs. We talked about that when we did our break-even episode. Right. And you've got to understand that cost structure on those products. Because if you don't have a good understanding of your cost structure and you price yourself and you price yourself wrong, it's going to hurt you. And it's so hard to adjust a price once you've conditioned or trained your customers to start getting used to, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, why, why do you keep raising your prices? You know, like, like there's, there's a window of opportunity <laughs> because where you, you can- haven't said anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we so. don't recommend that practice. That's the bottom line here. Don't do that. No. <laughs> 
if you can. I mean, it happens, right? It happens to everybody. You end up adjusting your price. You raise it at some point or whatever. But like, don't be that guy. Yeah. But <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give a a price adjusting strategy here. But then I want to go back to something really important about cost structure when it comes to the service side of things. Yeah. Okay. So a, a, a price adjusting strategy is if you sell multiple items, if you raise your price on everything by 5%, it's noticeable. It's like, oh, wow, they just raised their price by 5%. A smarter approach is to look at the portfolio of products. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, this product, I can actually raise this product by 20% and no one's going to have any issues with this. Like this is a hot selling item. It's in demand and people want it. So I can raise this one by 20%. Now this one, I probably shouldn't touch the price on it because I'm already getting a lot of kickback from my customers. And so it's smarter to take a portfolio approach and look at raising some prices you could even drop some prices if the net effect gets you that five percent that you need yeah 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 so uh while i appreciate kind of the direction this is going with products and everything i feel like we need to switch into more of that services side of things so in some ways you can apply that same approach to services Mm -hmm. in a small degree right um but all right so let's come back to the cost structure uh, if you are offering services, right? Because I feel like people saw the title of this episode, what are you worth? And now they're getting a lesson on pricing your solid, your, your material goods. So <laughs> let's steer this back, come out of that rabbit hole and dive there's, into that a little bit more. There, there's so much with pricing. And, yeah, it's um, a big topic. It's a big topic. So I apologize that I'm kind of like, but, bing, 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 well, it's pinballing it today. It's something that, most people don't understand. I mean, that's why a lot of marketers have jobs, right? <laughs> because because the vast majority or a lot of people don't understand how to approach this. A lot of people just draw something out of a hat, whether they're pricing themselves or their products or services, yeah. right? And so um, that's what we're trying to do here is, is lay out in a simple way how you can approach that. Some of the critical things, right? Yeah. So if you're pricing for a service, now there there are some key differences that are going to happen, and one of them is going to kind of skew your your thought process, and that is products have a lot of inputs that go into them, mm-hmm. and so you've got tight margins on products. Yeah. On services, you rarely have tight margins. Yeah, there's a lot of profit that goes into being a service based business. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're an attorney. And, you know, you got these billable hours. Yeah. Then, like, it doesn't cost you that much to pay rent and to, you know, run a, a few ads and to pay the, you know, the, the, the front office assistant to kind of keep things straight. And, and like, and move your jaw. <laughs> well, I guess sometimes a pen, too. But, you know, so most of the costs are in your expertise. Yeah. But here's the problem. I see all too often when people, you know, they they have services and there's like what what am I worth? You know, how yeah. how, how, how do I how do I price mm-hmm. that? How do I value, you know, my time, my expertise, uh, my knowledge, my insight 
mm-hmm. and, and those kinds of things. And and so and not everybody's this. I, I'm this way, and not everybody's this super confident. Like, oh, I deserve 150 million. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm an attorney. I deserve 18,000 per month. Well, and, you know, <laughs> and, and 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 there are some professions. You know, like attorneys and doctors, and you know these types of professions that have very uh, established. Yeah, uh, industry mm-hmm. standards, right? And you don't feel like you're shooting in the dark. Yeah, but okay. What if you are an independent consultant? You're going yeah. to go in and you're going to, you know, create a social media marketing strategy for small businesses. Like that's yeah. your business. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want to be an HR consultant. You're like, hey, I've got a lot of expertise in HR and businesses that don't have in-house HR. Yeah. I could I could go in and work with them. Yeah. You They're know? kind of in that transitional stage. Yeah. And 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 so, you know, if if that is your type of service-based business or, you know, you provide design services mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, uh, whatever, life coaching is a very popular profession that yeah. is, you know, really kind of sprung up over the last, what, decade or so. Yeah. And, and so how do you, how do you price these types of things? And. And when you're looking at it, one of the things that I look at is I don't just look at, you know, what is my expertise worth? What is my what did my education cost me? But I look at it and I say, okay, what's the alternative of my time worth? Yeah. Because I can easily get sucked into a lot of time and I can make great money. Most mm-hmm. successful service-based businesses, their hourly is amazingly high. Yeah. But how often do you want to do that? Like, do you want to be working 60 hours a week, 80 hours a week, or are you more of a lifestyle business and you're only working 20 hours a week? And so it's yeah. like, what, what is your freedom worth? What is your quality yeah. of life worth? And, and that comes back to the psychology side of things. We need to look internally as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've got to think about a little bit big picture here, right? Okay. This can't just be, well, I'm starting out and, I don't have any clients yet, but, you know, I'm still going to charge that top dollar rate. You got to think a little bit bigger picture too, Um, because you're going to put in a ton of work up front to whether, if you're starting a consultancy or a small business Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, whatever you're doing, if you're starting something, it's going to take hours a lot. Right. Um, But long-term, if this is something, a service you want to provide on the back end, you know, once a week or 10 hours a week, or, you know, that's a different story. Right. And right. so you've, you've got to understand yourself, your own psychology, and, and wh- ultimately what you want out of this, what you want it to look like. Yeah, but it still comes back to this fundamental of what is your cost structure. Yeah. When we're dealing with products, we can calculate the financials of that cost structure. Mm-hmm. But when we're dealing with services, yeah, we can calculate the, the financial side of the cost structure, but it's not going to come out to be very significant. And so you're now looking at the psychology and saying, okay, what is my time worth? What are my relationships worth? What is my quality of life worth? Put together a a cost structure and and say, okay, 
you know, if I'm not doing the, if I'm not doing my business, what am I doing instead? And do I have that life balance that I want? Some people want to work 60 hours a week and to them, that's a life balance. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're very driven Mm -hmm. and they get a lot of joy and satisfaction out of being, you know, successful in what they do. Other people, there's like, no, that's too much. Right. And so they have a different cost structure of how they are going to operate their business. And so as you're looking at your cost structure, it might be hard at first to be like, how in the world do I value my quality of life? Mm-hmm. And so what I would recommend doing is I would recommend looking at and saying, okay, what is the minimum amount of money that I'm willing to accept for what I'm doing for, for the services that I'm offering. So if that's 20 bucks an hour, if that's 50 bucks an hour, if that's a hundred dollars an hour, you know, and it doesn't even have to be an hourly, it could be project based. If that's, you know, uh, you know, $500 to take on this project or a thousand dollars to take on this project or $20,000 to take on this project. I'm, yeah. I'm going to look at the minimum that I am willing to accept and I would recommend write that number down. Yeah, you know, put that down on paper and say, okay, this is this is as low as I will go. And stick to your guns. You know, yeah. if someone's coming in and pressuring you and negotiating you down, and you'd be like, okay, you know, this is my bottom. This is my walk away. And yeah. and then once you have that, oh, before you, before you move on, okay, I th- I have a key point to that that is has been important to me in uh, making that or coming up with that number in the past uh, and, and stick to my guns. Like you said, it's w- keeping in mind, like understanding what you're trading that time or that uh, money yeah. for. Right. Like if I work 40 hours a week and, you know, I have a flexible job and then I go home and I hang out with my kids and we do dinner and I get to tuck them into bed and, and you're and able then, to be their coach yeah, for yeah. little league. And, right. Yeah. And all of that's super important to me. And then I, you know, I go to bed myself at, I don't know, 10 o'clock or nine o'clock. I'm in bed, laying there, chilling with my wife, watching a movie or whatever. And then 10 o'clock lights out and I wake up the next morning and I do it and I love it. Right. Like you said, the question is, what is the minimum you'll accept for offering that service? But to me, it's, there's a caveat to it is um, considering what you are trading that time for, right? Like if that means that I have to stay up an extra hour every night or an extra two hours, or I have to give up uh, dinner time with my, my family or, um, you know, coaching my kids soccer games or whatever, right? Um, whatever that's going to take, if you, you know, it, to me that, that puts more into perspective of, okay, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's kind of a hard question to be like, okay, well, how much can I pay you? So you won't spend time with your kids. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's a little that's bit not, extreme. Yeah. That's not what but, we're saying here, but right. But it's like, okay, but where's that trade? Yeah. Cause I'm going to still spend time with my kids. Right. Yeah. It's just that, um, this is also a project I believe in and mm-hmm. I want to do this. You know, this means something to me. And so I'm, I'm drawn to it. Um, but I'm also drawn to hanging out with my kids. So I still get to do that. But in order to do this other project, I need a little bit more incentive. That incentive is whatever. Yeah. And then when you're in those negotiations and they're like, well, you know, we appreciate your offer or, you know, what you've built or, uh, proposed to us, but it's, it's a little steep. You can be like, well, 
we've negotiated here and we've come down to my bottom number. And you keep that in mind. Like they want to pay me less than this to not spend time with my kids or not have dinner or, you know, to stay up later than I want to. Yeah. And you yeah. remember those things and it's easier to be like, man, I'm good. Yeah. You, you I, know where you land. I, I, I had a, uh, had an entrepreneur that, uh, he came to me recently and he's like, Hey, I, I've got this, uh, I, I've got this offer uh, on the table and I'm like, okay, what, what is the offer? And he said, well, so he was a digital marketer and he, he said, I, I've got this guy who wants me to run the digital marketing for his company. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. And he said, and, uh, you know, he, he's willing to, it's just a side gig yeah. And he's willing to pay me about twenty thousand a year to oversee his uh, his digital marketing, and um, and I looked at him and I was like, "Is it worth it to you?" And he's like, "It doesn't change my quality of life, right?" And I'm like, "Dude, that's 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 a a good understanding, you know yeah. the, the the fact that that he was able to identify that this added time, the amount of money." didn't really change, you know, where he is. And, and, and think about that, you know, like if, if you had another $20,000 that was coming in, is that really going to change your quality of life? And so I said, I'm like, look, if you're yeah. afraid that it's going to pull you away from what you love and it's not enough money to improve your quality of life, don't take it. And, and, and he didn't, he went back and he said, I'm sorry, it's, it's yeah. too low, you know? And, uh, and, and, and so it it didn't work out for them. And you got to understand that the quality of life there isn't, well, yeah, 20,000 will buy you a a used boat or whatever, but that doesn't change your quality of life. Right. If if it, if it moves you from just above the poverty line to a more comfortable living situation, that's meaningful, right? right? That changes your quality of life. But if you're making $250,000, well, I'm not even going to go that high. If you're making $100,000 a year and now all of a sudden you're making $120,000 a year, it, like you've already got it made. Yeah. It, so it, it, it really, it's just a matter of like how many toys do you want in your life at that point? Yeah. You know, it, it, it really doesn't change how you live. <laughs> yeah. I guess know. maybe I can't oversimplify it that much, but, <laughs> but the concept still yeah, is there, all right? of your needs are met. Yeah, I, I, there you go. Thank you. I was That's say, what I'm going for. Y- you got it made. I'm like, well, I think most people at yeah. 100,000 don't think they've got it made, but all of your needs are met. Like you, you don't have any want. Right. Uh, and it might take you a little longer to save up for things. Yeah. Uh, you know, but honestly, like, like you've got a quality life, and and so, you Sir, know, Sir Richard didn't <clears throat> buy his private island. with for $20,000. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and so here's the last thing before we wrap up. And that is, you know, we, we talked about that bottom price, uh, when you're pricing those services. Uh, but then you also need to have what you want to get. Now, yeah. here's the thing. Everyone's like, well, I obviously, I, I, want, I want a million bucks an hour. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Don't. <laughs> Funny joke. Okay. Let's get real for a second. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> like, when I say what you want, it's a combination of what you think you're worth. It's a combination of if this was an ongoing long-term engagement, would you feel good continually charging someone, you know, this rate? And it's also 
if you were getting this rate from, you know, from providing your service, do you think to yourself, hey, I can do this. Like, this is great. This is, this is nice. And, and that's where the what you want to get needs to come in. And so your, your service, it'll be priced between your bottom rate and what you want to get. Somewhere in between yeah. is where you need to land every single time for it to be sustainable. Right. No matter how much you believe in the project, if you go below your, your threshold, your minimum threshold, it might as well be a passion project that you do for free. Yeah. Because it's going to carry that same level of commitment, that emotional tie to it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, at some point, it doesn't become something you believe in that much anymore. So, so just to wrap up, if you are selling products, you need to start by understanding your cost structure. Then once you know your cost structure, you're going to put the margins in place that you need so that you're making the kind of money that you need off of those products. If you are selling services, you need to start by still understanding your cost structure, which means your bottom price that you're willing to accept. And look at all the trade-offs, the opportunity costs that are going into, you know, giving more of your time because that's that's really what the cost is all about. And yeah. so, you know, if you're trying to figure out what you're worth, look at your cost structure and then look at your values. Put those two together, come up with a price. There's not a silver bullet. There's not a right answer, but there's what's right for you and what makes sense for you and your business. Well said. Beautiful. Oh, thanks. Aww. Not your beautiful. <laughs> Words are beautiful. I, I'll take it. I'll take the compliment. So. You are beautiful. I appreciate it. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week. Uh, this is Marketing Management and Money. If you want to check us out, that is www.marketingmanagementmoney.com. We love to hear from you. So you can go ahead yeah. and contact us, reach out to us. Let us know some of the topics that you want us to cover or things that you are interested in. And we will catch you next time. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Mm-hmm.